Welcome back to TNR UK Impacted, episode 123, coming to you live via the Total Nonstop Impact Network on YouTube and Twitch. And if you listen on the go, then we're also available on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you listen to your favourite shows, we are there. Um, I am your host, Bison, and today I am joined by, well, the host, I guess, of the uh, TNI U.S. team himself, the Bone Daddy, Jay Bone. Jay to the A to the Y to the Bone. Yes, sirree. We are here today. <laughs> and it looks very bright over there, Jay. You look a bit like Seamus. I'm I'm doing my... Look, I know it's like way before Halloween, but we got so much natural light coming in here. I'm actually doing my best Seamus. So hopefully I fit in with the whole U.K thing he's from the uk isn't he or something Seamus. he's scottish and he old Seamus. Okay. no no sorry one way he's irish he's irish okay. close enough something it's i'm i, I was horrible at geometry so yeah well there you go i'm i'm i am absolutely full of cold jay i'm full of cold I, i'm not i i think it's just that time of year for us over here i just i seem to be like either sniffing or coughing or you know something constantly for weeks on end at the moment it just doesn't seem to go it just keeps coming back um so if i sound a bit bunged up guys that's probably what it is and every now and again you're probably going to hear me go mm. and i'm sure you don't want to hear that but uh, unfortunately there is nothing i can do about it <laughs> this week i'm a little bit bunged up and a little bit snivelly so just bear with me i will do my best to uh to hold it back as best i can we're gonna, um, we're gonna get through it it's all good we're gonna get through it we're gonna get through sure you, uh, hit the sauna after the show and drink some nice uh hot herbal tea afterwards with honey there you go there you go I'll wipe it right out <laughs> now guys make sure if you're new to the channel and you like what you see uh so far then consider smashing that subscribe button and of course giving us a big thumbs up that's important and if you'd like to uh show your appreciation with the old the old super sticker um or whatever it is that they call it then that would of course be much appreciated and of course helps provide you guys with as much content each week as we possibly can um because we spend a lot of time behind the scenes getting this sort of stuff ready for you guys. And uh, we appreciate you join, you know, joining us each and every week for these shows as well and contributing in the chat. That's one of the most important things because this show isn't as good as it is without you guys uh, giving us your feedback. So that's really important. So make sure you do that. Um, so, Jake. Let's let's have a let's have a little chat. Let's let's take on the, the you know look at the news, the rumors, and of course the impact recap of the week. Um, and you know, interestingly enough, friend of the show, Becca, um, is currently touring in the UK, and tonight is uh, he's performing at Eve. Funny enough, um, over here in the UK in London. Um, so just want to wish Becca all the best in her match later on tonight. Um, and it's great to have her here. I have been talking to her, so you never know. She might make an appearance next week, but we'll have to wait and see. Tremendous. Um, tremendous. Yeah, I was going to say, you you, uh, you interviewed her, what, a few months back or something like that? Yeah, it was. Uh, it must have been about halfway through last year, I guess. Oh, yeah, she oh, was here yeah. in the UK. It's all, oh. it's all blurry, but yeah, okay. So yeah, make sure, if you're a fan of Becca, and of course a fan of the show, make sure you go back in the uh you know the older vids and go check that stuff out if you missed it 
She's fantastic. And I have to say, she is one to watch for the future. She's getting more and more and more interest in, in shows. And she's getting booked so much now in the US and, of course, in Europe and the UK. She was only in Germany last week. Uh, so she's all over the place. Um, so she's definitely one to watch for the future. And I'm sure some top, some of the top talent scouts out there are definitely keeping their eye on her and seeing where she's going. But trust me, she is one to watch. I am. I'm extremely excited about this one. But you never know. She might be on next week, so bear with us. Now, I also wanted to get this one out of the way fairly early as well. Happy birthday, of course, to the designs leader, Cody Diener. Uh, that was his birthday this week. And, of course, friend of the show, Crazy Steve. It was his birthday this week as well. So happy birthday, guys. Um, we appreciate you. So many happy returns there. Happy um, birthday. Definitely, definitely. Right, okay, so um, let's check. There's something else I just need to quickly do because I can't see it. I can't see if anyone's in the chat at the moment. Have we got anyone in at the minute? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're there. Nothing's coming up. Nothing's coming up for me. Yeah, just hit, just hit comments. I have, it's nothing's coming up. Oh, okay, yeah, I can, I can see them all. Do you want me to okay, start good. post? If I can't see anything, so if there's anything, uh, normally I just sort of kind of like say hello to everybody, and uh, you know who we got in the house, Jay. Who who can we say hello to? Because you can see it. Who can we say hello to? We got Mayor. We got Zach Bonifer, Bonus Baby, Barry Monkey, and Slowpoke holding down the Twitch. We got Terrence Sullivan. We got uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's only ones for now. But I know we got more people watching that are in the chat. So wel welcome everyone. I don't want anybody to feel left out. Welcome all. <laughs> yes, welcome, welcome. Today, so we'll welcome to the show, guys. And remember, leave us your thoughts on any of the stuff that we discussed today. Because, like I've always said, this show is what it is because you guys get involved. So leave us your comments on anything that we talk about. Now, I also want to say congratulations to Jimmy Jacobs um, as he will be inducted into the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame, um, as well as uh, Sue Young also, who will be inducted into the CCW Women's Wrestling Hall of Fame this year. So how cool is that? So we've got two. Um, well, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, Sue Young is, a, is an impact star, even though we haven't seen her for a while. God, where is she? Bring her back soon, Scott. Um, but, um, you know, it's great to see these guys getting recognized within the wrestling world. Um, of course, you know, they're never going to get inducted into the WWE. Well, certainly not at the moment unless they get signed at some point. But currently they're not going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. So it's great to see them getting recognized through lots of other different um, Hall of Fame, wrestling Hall of Fame organizations. It's fantastic. So it's great to oh, see that. And uh, Sue and Jimmy fully, fully deserve the praise that they get. Uh, I mean, I'm so glad that Jimmy Jacobs came to Impact Wrestling. He does an amazing job backstage. You know, he's a producer. You know, he is part of the creative process, part of the creative writing team. Um, so he does a lot of stuff with him. And I know that he does other things as well. Um, and, of course, Sue, well, Sue speaks for herself, doesn't it? I mean, she's just a, she's a legend. She's amazing. Um, and, you know... So she fully, fully deserves that as well. So that's that's fantastic news to see that happen for her. Um, we also had Eddie Edwards has re-signed a uh, multi-year deal to stay with Impact Wrestling. Well, what did you think about this when you saw this one, uh, Jay? Oh, yeah, I saw that. What was that, a few days ago when that came out? That's that's tremendous. He is, look, love him or hate him for whatever his you know, storyline, whatever he's doing right now. But yeah. he is one of the... Uh, pardon the pun, diehard members of this roster. He's, he's as far as people currently on the roster, he's been on there the longest since uh, well before the whole switcheroo with uh, Don Callis and, and Scott Demore, you know, <laughs> switching over things from, uh, you know, the old owners. Yeah. So that's been going on. Uh, what, well, I believe, I believe he's going. entering. I believe he's entering his eighth year with Impact. Right. Eighth 
Yeah, that's amazing. And of course, I'm assuming when they say multi, we're probably talking number two year contract. So we're looking at probably 10 years that Eddie's going to be with Impact Wrestling. That's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely he, amazing. He is one of the best. I mean, sometimes you forget how good he is, but he's. I'm going to use another name, so you're just going to have to pardon me for a minute. I'm going to use a, a, just as far as like well-rounded. He's pretty much like the John Moxley of this brand. I mean, he can do it all and has done it all from yeah. like just a good wrestling gimmick to absolute maniac. And that's the highest praise I could give him. I and mean, he's definitely one of the best wrestlers uh, uh, on this, on, on this, you know, this roster so um, oh without doubt i mean he's a goat you know he's 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 at the end of the day the dude is a locker room leader uh everybody everybody loves eddie uh whenever they talk about him they, they always show him love um and you know they respect him and they they talk to him about their matches and he gives it but that you know you, you these are the sort of guys that are the backbone of of a roster. You need these kind of guys. Your rhinos, you know, your 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 rhinos, your Sammy Callahan's, your your um, uh, Eddie Edwards. Like I say, you know, we've got a PCO in there now. You know, I mean, we've got some incredibly talented guys. I mean, even oh, you know, yeah. your Brian Myers, your Brian Myers. At the end of the day, these guys produced have got so much experience they train some of the best guys in the business today i mean there's a classic brian myers is one of probably got to be one of the best trainers in the world you know when it comes to some of the talent that he's got most of his talent seems to end up at AEW. for god's sake look at mgf he's their champion and he's trained oh, yeah. he, by he's brian myers he's definitely one of the top talents that came out of that school so yeah it's it's a great example whether you watch the brand or not it's a great example whether you love exactly. It. So. so it's so, great yeah. to have these guys, you know, like say, we, we know that Brian is, is committed to impact as well recently. So we've got lots of talents that are really starting to commit, which is great. Um, I'm still on the, on the fence because I, I still feel that as a brand, as a company, they start, they need to start investing a bit more in some of this young talent. I mean, I can't believe, and we'll get onto my reading a, a little bit later, but I just can't believe he's not turned up at Impact Wrestling yet. Um, you know, as soon as, soon as my run become available, he, he should have been, you know, Scott should have been right. Myron, how can we get? He's the young goat. Oh, He's the young goat. My, uh, you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I miss. I misunderstood you. You said Myron Reed, for, formerly of MLW. Yes, formerly. Okay. Yeah, Myron Reed, and of course, a rascal. Um, you know, so yeah. he's got his connections. You know what I mean? He has his connections. There should be no reason why Myron Reed is not on Impact TV right now. But you know, the guy's like twenty-three years old. Why would you get this guy in? Get him now. Get him locked in. Let's get a program going with guys like that. You know, there's loads of them out there that we could be we could be pulling in right now. But what's interesting is you've got Davey Richards coming up fairly soon. Uh, his contract's coming up fairly soon. So, hey, if, um, you know, Eddie's just signed a long-term deal, then, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe we could see Davey turn up as well. We could see a Wars reunion, which would be pretty awesome because at the moment, the tag team division is pretty, it, well, it's, it's looking pretty solid. We have Motor City Machine Guns, you know, Ace and Rhino, the good hands. Uh, but obviously, we've got our, our new champions, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, so, you know, there's, imagine if, if, if we then brought in the Rascals and then you've got Trey Wentz, possibly even Wentz and, and Myron Reed. I mean, come on. Um, you know, this, this roster could be stacked when it comes to tag team wrestling, where it comes to X division wrestling. It doesn't matter. These guys could come in and do an amazing job for impact and they could sign them up to multi-year deals. Um, and that's what we need to happen. We need to get some more exciting new talent in there. Um, so it's, it's great the, 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 you know, the pillars, we're going to talk about that in a second. I want to talk about the pillars in a bit, but it's great. that some of the long-term guys are staying with the brand, but we need to start investing in some of these young talents. Now we've seen, you know, Ace Bay, uh, you know, coming up through the ranks now. Trey's doing fantastically well. Steve Macklin's doing really well. Obviously we've got Josh Alexander, Jordan Gray. They're all doing amazing work. These guys came in two or three years ago and they're now starting to peak. 
um, you know, and be pretty awesome for the brand. So I got to ask you. I got to ask your opinion on something. You're talking about Wentz being part of the the rascals on the yeah. indie scene. So, and, yeah. and I and I and I I'm not trying to make this an arguable point. I just want to hear just your point of view because I know some people are still really down on him like being anywhere right now. And right now, I feel like he's on a bit of a redemption journey. Yeah, you know, because he was in a pretty he was in a pretty good spot with his with Wesley in in, in NXT, and then yeah. the controversial stuff happened. His marriage fell apart, and whatever happened, and that's neither here nor there. But so you're you're okay with him joining Impact Wrestling? I'm a little on the fence, but I'm more pro than con. I'll say that. What what do you have to say about it? What I say is this, what happens in people's private life has got nothing to do with me. I'm only interested in, you know, what they can offer, the promotion, what they do as as a wrestler, um, you know. And again, none of us know in reality what goes on within people's relationships and marriages in their own private life. You, you know, you, you hear stories, you've got his version, you've got his best mate's version, you've got her version and extra. We had Kimberly on the show. You know, I, I I think Kimberly's a fantastic talent. I've got I've got absolutely no problem with Kimberly coming back to Impact Wrestling because yeah. at the end of the day, she knows her truth, he knows his truth, and none of that is any of our business. Yeah, and if and if there was a serious issue with Zachary Wentz, look, I get it. The photo he did a stupid photo. We all do stupid stuff in our youth. If you guys knew yeah. have half of the stupid stuff I did in my yeah. youth, I'd be canceled. But we're, We've all been there and done stupid we're not, stuff. We're not going to talk about that. Um, so look, he's and and he's if we actually thought that he was some kind of like, you know, Hitler racist, he wouldn't be touring with the likes of a Myron Reed. He wouldn't no. be touring with the likes of a Trey Miguel. He'd no, exactly. He would be, yeah, and he wouldn't be tagging with Wesley and NXT. He wouldn't be doing, he'd be doing like some kind of neo-Nazi indie somewhere that no one ever watches. And no, he's not. He's all over the place. These are his, that's his family right now. Yeah. So that proves the point right there. It's kind of like the point of saying, oh, Hogan's racist. Well, how many people did he work for decades with in the business, and none of them ever called him racist? It's like, no, exactly. So, okay, so I just wanted to get your point on the whole Zachary Wentz thing. I feel like it's a good topic to discuss. It it opens it up. People are gonna love him. People are gonna be. People are gonna hate him. That's fine. Everyone's allowed their opinion. I just wanted to get yours. So yeah, and I'm all for it. You know, I personally feel people should just worry about the wrestling you know like back in the day nobody knew what went on in people's private lives but you just loved the wrestling and that's that i think sometimes that's what a lot of the fans these days forget about they forget that at the end of the day these guys are on the tv to entertain us that's that you know they're they're, they're entertainers um right. or sport they're sports entertainers at the end of the day um so you know, what goes on in people's private lives is not really any of our business. And to be fair, you like you said, we've all done stupid stuff when we were when we were kids, you know, or when we were younger, right? We've all done stupid yeah. stuff. Um, it doesn't mean that we are bad people or that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, like you say, we're neo-Nazis or, or anything like that. And of course, right. whatever went on in their marriage went on in their marriage. If that's got nothing to do with us either. Um, so... Just worry about the rest of it. That's what I say. Just worry about the rest of it. That's right. Of course, talking about, obviously, you know, big news from this past week's impact was that, of course, we now have new World Tag Team Champions, of course, with uh, Ace of Bay Connection and the Bullet Club defeating the Motor City Machine Guns in what I would say was an absolute epic main event last week. Um, I love that main event, and I have to say, I think, you know, Ace and Bay are going to be amazing tag champs uh, for the next, hopefully, for the rest of the year, in my opinion. What, what are your thoughts on this, Jake? 
Well, as soon as I saw that they were tagging in the tag league thing and got all the way up to the finals, I felt like that was going to be the best place to season them and have them get ready to come back to the States and do their thing, whether it's in Impact Wrestling, whether it's on New Japan Strong, whether it's, say, a, a local indie somewhere. And I think they are actually tagging in the indies as a yep. Bullet Club. And yeah. I'm sorry, I don't remember where, but it's like it's like Sammy's show or something. Wrestling Revolver, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, and that would make sense because he's got a lot of impact and other in, uh, independent people on there. I'm, I'm, I love Bay and I love Ace, and you put them together, they are both. You, you mentioned the word pillow, uh, pillows, <laughs> not pillows, pillars. But, they are definitely uh, part of the pillars, pillars, the pillars of the roster as far as young, up and coming people that you can depend on in the future of this company you put them together it just makes them stronger as a unit it keeps the bullet club i know some people make fun of them. oh there's bullet club and impact wrestling oh you just call it bullet club light it's like no nah, man bullet club's bullet club you're gonna have different patches all over the place you got a little bullet club hanging out in wwe it's kind of quiet right now you got some in new japan you got some in impact it's one of the most powerful stables it may be called something somewhere else still bullet club because they all do the too sweet it all means the same thing um so to long story short i love the fact that they're tag champs they deserve it they are two of the hardest working guys in this company i love it i love it i think they're amazing and i long may they reign that's what i have to say on that um but again, you know, let us know your thoughts in the chats, guys. Let us know what you think about these guys, because I think it's important. And again, you're right. Uh, I was literally about to mention David Finley uh, has joined the Bullet Club. Um, now, I'm, I'm not sure what the what the deal is there. Um, I mean, he's not. Has he been? Is he the leader? He's not the leader, surely. He might be. Look, I, I've I've missed out on. A lot of New Japan since um, Wrestle Kingdom. I saw the battle at, in the Valley. Great show. I saw a majority of it. I can't say I saw all of it, but I, I ordered it. It was 20 bucks. Can't beat that. Um, and um, so, yeah, I don't know exactly all storylines. Who's in Chaos? Who's in Bullet Club? Who's in this? I know that Zachary... Zack Sabre Jr., excuse me. Zack Sabre Jr. has uh, the, the Mighty Don't Kneel. He's got the old tag team, and yeah. he's kind of like their leader. So I'm starting to catch up on a few things, but I know that uh, Jay White, on his way out at Battle in the Valley, was attacked by David Finley, and that I couldn't tell if people were just booing him or people were like, no, we just don't like this period. I couldn't tell if it had go-away heat. Or, I mean, he he's incredibly talented. Don't get me wrong. I love David Finley. He was a former tag champ in Impact with um, with Juice. Yeah. And so, but he's tremendous. We got to wait and see how it, you know, it's it's slowly, you know, there's, there's change. You got to wait and see what it does. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I just would have thought that a new leader would have probably emerged from what they already have, like a Kenta or, you know, or, or someone like that. I, I guess, I mean, I don't know what Kenta's English is like. So, um, but, you know, there's it's got okay. to be... It's not horrible. It's okay. But, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a he's a, be he's a badass, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they, they, someone like that, I would have thought, would have sort of kind of like emerged. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Bone Soldier. I don't know. We haven't seen Bone Soldier yet in Impact. That's what I want to see. I want the Bone Soldier in Impact Wrestling. That would be cool. Um, and, of course, you know, we, we know that that is a, a former Impact Wrestling talent as well. So, it would be cool oh, to have him, you know, yeah, come back, yeah, wouldn't we, it? It would be really cool. We we love we love the Bone Soldier. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been about five years since he's been around the X Division. Um, exactly. So can you imagine? I don't understand why we haven't seen him yet because he, to me, like that's a perfect 
to me, that would be a perfect person to bring in because the crowd are going to go, are go get excited, aren't they? You know, that, that's my thoughts. Um, now, the other thing I was going to talk about was Impact debuted a new black and white entrance for a PCO this past week on Impact as well. Now, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I like this. Like, I really like the Lady Frost one that they did, you know, with the whole, you know, blowing out the the, um, the snowflakes, you know, and, and having all that silvery okay. twinkle stuff around her and all that on the screen. I like that. I thought that was quite different. Yeah. Um, but this, I think this is absolutely fucking amazing. Um, this whole black and white thing, because obviously the whole his whole entrance thing was black and white anyway. And the fact that they then go black and white on your TV, um, I don't know what it looks like in the arena. I'd be interested to see what, well, what they do to try and create a similar feel actually in the arena as well. But obviously they change it to black and white on our screen. And I think it's, I thought it was really cool. I really liked it. Um, I, I, think it has to, I think it has to do with like the, the classic Frankenstein black and white. Of course, white the hammer horror. Monster, you know, yeah, yeah, the hammer horror thing going on. I thought it was brilliant. I, I spoke to PCO uh, this week as well, and because uh, we we communicate sometimes uh, on on Messenger, and I said to him, I said I thought it was so so cool, and he's like, mate, there's so much more to come. So, uh, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, so apparently there's there's some more things to be added to this. So uh, you know, and I think the, the the internet seems to have gone a little bit crazy for it as well. They seem, you know, everyone seems to love this new entrance. I mean, everyone loves PCO anyway. Uh, this face of everyone loves PCO, but I think they're really they're really showcasing him, and I, I think it's very cool, very cool. I really like it. I'd like them to do stuff like this with others. I think I think you could do something like this with some of the other guys as well. You know, yeah. try and create that kind of interaction through doing something on the TV when they come out. Um, yeah. It's all part of the production value that you get, which is that you get on TV that maybe you don't necessarily, that you don't get on the, in the arena. Do you know what I mean? Gives you oh, that yeah. little something, something extra. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, you, you gotta be a little careful with it. You can't overdo it. Cause you gotta remember. So like PCO has his thing, crazy Steve and their, they're part of decay kind of have their thing. Um, like Trey Miguel's got his cool thing in the intro with the spray paint. So then he's a, he's a kind of a, you know, a, uh, you know, heel badass, you know, so it's a little bit uh, comic booky in a, in a good way. So every, there's a lot of different things, but you got to be careful with how much you do it. That's all I'm saying. See, there's the thing. This is, See, this is my thought process with Trey Miguel. You see, this is why I want to see the Rascals. This is why I want to see Wentz and, and Myra rejoining. Because the last time we had the Rascals, it was comedic. It was it was light relief. It was fun. Um, and I think, actually, that's probably why they never ended up with, like, a tag title or anything like that. I think it's because they were, they, you know, they were a, a little bit of a comedy act to a degree. But yeah. I would like to see... Right, I would like to see a heel version of the Rascals because I think the way Trey is now, I think he's at his best at the moment, sort of kind of healing it up a little bit. You start adding in the rest of the Rascals, and you could have a pretty badass heel faction with these guys. Um, you know, I, we all know that my one can go quite healy. We know that obviously Zach can go quite healy. So I think, and with Trey now as well. I mean, I watched. Uh, Wrestling Revolver show probably about two or three pay-per-views back um, where there was somebody giving Myron a load of grief in the from the crowd and Trey literally went badass on this guy. I'd like to see that version of Trey Miguel in Impact Wrestling with his brothers. I think I think you would see a completely different side to the Rascals if they did that and I think people would love it. I think they would love it. They'd be down for it. Yeah, I I think it'd be good. And to be honest, and and you gotta like you gotta do a little searching for this because they actually at one point when they were all like the original rascals all together in Impact Wrestling, and they, and yeah, it was goofy, it was comical. Um, but they while they were doing that in AAW, Trent's the company that Trent works in and uh, out of Chicago. Yeah. That indie company, they were heels at one point and they were right. like screaming mad and 
um, you know, trying to go after the tag titles and or I don't remember if they had them or what, but yeah. So they, they do have experience in doing that. It's, it's I rare, think, but it's out there. So they could do it again. I'd, I'd love I to think see so. That. I think, I think a heel rascals would be amazing in impact wrestling. I really do. I mean, could you imagine the rascals going for a tag gold against, um, you know, uh, against Ace and Bay? Oh my God. Yeah, you know that'd, what I mean? that'd be on fire, bro. That'd be on fire. <laughs> it would be amazing, absolutely amazing. And Myron Reed in the X Division as well. I mean, come on, incredible stuff. I mean, it'd just be incredible. And again, with the three of them, you could have that whole free bird rule thing going on, so which would work really, really well too. Um, and you know, I like all of that. I mean, even if one of them gets injured, then the other one gets in the you know tags in kind of thing. You know, so yeah. it's kind of. I don't know. I think I think there is um, a real, uh, uh, you know, a real shot that they could do a great job as as a heel team. I can see it. I really, really can. Um, now, talking about great jobs, talking about good stuff. Our good friend George uh, Barbosa, uh, his new season of the Diary continues uh, oh, with a look yeah. at, of course former knockouts champion Jordan Grace. Now, Jane, I don't know whether you've seen this already. It's, it's 25 minutes, and yeah. I have to say, right, again, it is a fantastic, uh, fantastic 25 minutes of, of documentary. Really good. It, um, yeah, I, I did see it. I did see it yesterday right after it premiered, yeah. I, I advise it, anybody that hasn't seen it yet, get yourselves uh, on YouTube, um, and get watching it, or it's not on. Is it on Impact Plus as well? Because I'm not subscribed to that anymore. I, I'm not on yet, but I've got Ultimate Insider on YouTube now. I'm not on Impact Impact Plus either. I just go to ImpactWrestling.com for like news and events stuff and rosters yeah. updates. Um, but no, it's it's on it's on the Impact YouTube channel for those that aren't in Canada and don't have the fight network don't feel like it's only canada seeing this no you can see it on the youtube channel it's there um, yeah really we, good we support george barbosa's stuff uh fully in fact we, we've loved his stuff even in the, in the last season which yeah it's a little outdated he had, he had uh specials on like brian cage um you know lax and stuff like that on there but still, the content is tremendous. Um, yeah. I I put it up against anything that like WWE is doing, and they're usually the kings of doing really good documentary stuff. George yeah. Barbosa ranks right up there. If you have not seen this, it's insanely well edited. Okay, it's not just some it's not just some dude sitting in front of a camera talking for twenty minutes. No. It's backstage footage. It's other people supporting, you know, whatever the subject person is. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had Gail Kim on there. John Gresham was on there, uh, which you would expect, wouldn't you? Um, I think it was Deanna Perrazzo was on there as well, yeah. uh, talking about Jordan. And, you know, what I thought was cool about it was the fact that they didn't shy away from what I would say is probably the most important part when it comes to Jordan's development over the past four or five years is, you know, this whole kind of, you know, the body confidence thing, um, you know, going into powerlifting. They talked about all of that. They talked about um, the, the problems that she had with, um, you know, idiots online. Um, and it talks about how she handled all of those things. And I think that it speaks volumes for, oh for her as a person, um, how she handled all of that stuff. And I think when you watch this documentary, you realize actually what this girl went through and, you know, how well she handled it, um, you know, and you sort of kind of forget about some of the silly little bits, uh, you know, some of the silly Twitter, you know, the, the tweets that she made, you know, the comment about, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Chris Benoit, you know, and all those kind of things. You forget about all of that stuff and you start to realize like how difficult it probably was for her at the time because people, for her, it was like, well, hang on a minute. Anyone can say what well, the fact they like about me and they'd hope there's no repercussions. I say something and everyone jumps all over me. Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, and that makes sense to me. You know, the, the Twitter is so 
so fickle. Um, it can be great. It can be really, really great, but it can also be really awful. Um, and she's seen both sides of it. And, and, you know, she acknowledged that if I want to be, if, if I want to be involved, if I want to be part of this kind of social media type thing, this revolution of pushing me, um, then I have to take the good with the bad or then, or I take the bad and I make it good. You know, that's kind of, that's what I got from it. What I got from it was she took the bad stuff and actually turned it into good for her. Like, so she ended up financially gaining out of all sorts with the book that she did and all sorts of stuff like that. You know, oh, I love, I love the bit where uh, they were interviewing John Gresham and he's like, yeah, she sort of like said, look, look at this. And there's a dick pic. Um, and she's like, I'm going to try and find this guy's wife. You know, he's married. It's disgusting. I'm going to try and find this guy's wife, you know, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And I just think to myself, you know what, that's exactly what, what, um, she should do like right you know you look at this dude and you're like bloody hell mate you're married with two kids and you're sending me a picture of your dick (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah yeah they put up with some horrible stuff but jordan grace's story is a great way of like you said of how how to deal with it you you know you you stay strong with a good good uh mental head head space um mental health headspace, I should say. And um, just watching how, I mean, she started at 14 for crying out loud. That's insanely young. Yeah. Most, most, um, most people say, Hey, wait till you're out of high school, then go, go for whatever. Some people start during high school. She obviously started way early high school. Yeah, and I mean, she did say in there, I don't condone people starting at 14. Well, um, she, she did say that, yeah. yeah. She but did. Just, it's, it's, and I've talked about this on uh, TNI. I've talked about it on my own podcast, Cheap Plug. It just how Jordan Grace has transformed herself since she first joined Impact Wrestling into the knockout she is now. I mean, I was a fan of her back when she first joined because I saw some of her indie stuff. Yeah. But now she's transformed herself into she's a power lifter. She's a two-time knockouts uh, women's champion for Impact yeah. Wrestling. She's she's gone all Tag over champion. the world. She's okay. a triple crime. She's a triple crime, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so sort of knockout uh, tag not uh, tag team, and she was a digital media champion. Right. So yeah, she's she's done so much, and it's she's really become a positive influence to those around her in the knockouts locker room, and so far beyond that into the world of wrestling, helping uh, fans with their mental health, and she, she's big on the whole uh, you know body shaming thing, to where you know no matter who you are or what kind of body you have, you're yeah. beautiful. You exactly. Know? And that's, and that's, that's huge. You know, whether you like huge. wrestling or not, just the fact that she does that for people is huge. Huge. It is huge. It's amazing. So guys, we've done enough selling of it. So get your ass onto YouTube and watch diary Jordan grace. Uh, it's really, really good. If you're not seeing it yet, it is really good. Well worth 25 minutes of anybody's time. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know whether this was a one-off or not, but it looks like Ring of Honor will be competing with Impact for Thursday Night Supremacy. Am, am I? Is this a one-off, or is this going to be going forward that Ring of Honor is going to be on a Thursday night? It might be, but they're putting it on their own service on the Honor Club. They don't have a TV deal, so it's no. on their way. It's the, the Honor Club is like Impact Plus. You know, it's their streaming. So it service. goes up on a Thursday. So it goes up on a Thursday, and you can watch it whenever you like. Right, right. right. So I, I don't call it. I mean, yeah, anything is competition, but I'm not going to call it like, like a Thursday night fight thing. Kind of like how WWE's NXT was going up against AEW. I don't consider it that. I'm just like, right. hey, if you're if you're a fan of Ring of Honor, hey, great. I I love Ring of Honor too. I like all sorts of wrestling, but I don't have the honor club. So I'm going to have to see like how it's going and I'll try yeah. to catch it when I can, but I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, Oh guys, I'm out. Ring of honors on Thursday nights now. Sorry. 
no, I'm gonna I'll, I'll be staying here, you know, on Thursday Good nights. Boy. That's what I like. <laughs> okay. So and also earlier this week we got Will Ospreay take shots at Scott Demore, uh, giving him two weeks to change his mind on offering him up Mike Bailey as his opponent at Multiverse United pay-per-view. Now this is interesting because I, I look back through it and I think Mike Bailey's faced Will a couple of times and lost. Both times. So I oh. think that's what he's talking about. He's saying, why are you giving me someone that I can easily beat? Or that I've been oh. already. I think that's what it's about. So he's saying, look, you know, so I think we might see Mike Bailey beat Will Ospreay at Multiverse United. I've got a funny feeling. Third time lucky for Mike Bailey. Um, but I like the way that Will, you know, he was calling him out on a, on a backstage segment of uh, Strong, I believe it was. Um, he's been calling him out on social media. He's been promoting Impact Wrestling. It's been good, really good. Um, I like the way he said, I still got beef. It might have been a different back room back then, but I still got beef with Impact Wrestling. On that UK tour, you treated me like shit. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so I liked it. Um, and do you know what? I, I want him to go and study... Because he's got the right accent, he's got the right, almost the right delivery to do almost a Tom Hardy type impression as his character. Oh, if you okay. listen to him, if you if you listen to Will Osprey, he sounds like he has a Tom Hardy esque sound to his delivery. Okay, and I, I would love it if he was. You know, like actually, because he's not renowned for being the great promo guy, he's not renowned for it, but he is getting better. Um, and but I think if he was to watch a bit of Tom Hardy and try and channel Tom Hardy into his wrestling character, okay. uh, I think he's, he's got something, he would have something definitely. I don't know yeah, if you saw the promo he did, uh, face to face with uh, Kenny Omega. Did you see that one? Mm. Yeah, that one I saw. That was that was that was pretty cool. That was very very good. And again, very Tom Hardy esque. Um, I don't know if anyone else sees that. Let me know what you think in the chat. Do you see a little bit of Tom Hardy in Will Ospreay's delivery? That's interesting. I never thought of it that way. But okay, all right. I pick up on stuff like that because I'm a big Tom Hardy fan, and I definitely see it. I definitely see it. The whole kind of like, you know. Very similar. He could go very similar to the route of. Uh, have you seen the film Legend? Yes. Where no. Tom plays the Cray Brothers, the Cray Twins. Oh no, that one I've I've seen clips of it, but I've never okay. never seen it. Okay, I was thinking he, you meant like the, he's uh, very reggie. He I could go very reggie, in my opinion. He could go very reggie Cray style in that Will Osprey. He really I could. Meant, I thought you meant the Will Smith version. <laughs> No, not bloody Will Smith. That's I am legend, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ain't a badass. He just slaps people. He's a pussy. He's, he's like, he's a woman. He slaps people around the face. What's that about? What is that about? Come on. Don't. Jesus. You want to see anyway. something funny? Go, go, check out, uh, Chris, go check out Chris Rock's new uh, Netflix special. He, he goes into the whole thing. It's actually, I've seen clips. It's hilarious. Anyways. Yeah, I talk, I've seen clips of that. It's on. Uh, is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix? I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I you know yeah. Will Will, Will Smith. Yeah, that's Will Smith, baby. But there you go. Um, now also we had Steph Delander post a cryptic tweet regarding a bag of money and Impact Wrestling. Now I don't know if you saw this one yesterday. It popped up yesterday. Um, I caught it and I, I retweeted it saying, "Literally, has she signed?" Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It, it was certainly a hint. I'm wondering Wait, where, she, where she's hinting that uh, she wants to come to Impact Wrestling, but you know, come on, give us give us the right give us the right deal, or. So Say that again. She she cryptic. She 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 tweeted what? She did like a cryptic tweet, which was it was it was talking about the International Women's Day thing going on. I think celebrating International Women's Day. Um, oh. But there was a bit at the bottom which said something along the lines of uh, say mentioned Scott Demore, and then it talked about uh, 
bags of money and then at Impact Wrestling underneath it. So, so I don't know. I don't know what that was about, whether it was a hint that she signed or whether she's trying to tell Impact Wrestling she wants to sign, but you might want to up the offer a little bit. You know, I don't know what she's trying to do there, but it seems that she's obviously trying to say something. Um, I don't know whether anyone in the chat saw it. Let us know your thoughts. We'll pop them up. We'll pop them up. Um, so you didn't see it then, Jake? No, I, I didn't see the tweet, but um, she is when she came in and the matches she had with Impact Wrestling. I can't wait till, I can't wait till she returns. I really, I really do think she's going to. I think so too. I think she signed. I, th I think that it was a case of there was a, you know, maybe she couldn't even make the next set of tapings or something because she had other commitments or, yeah. or whatever. But she turned up on AEW Dark and everyone's like, oh my God, woo. you know, what's she doing then? And now a lot of people are saying, like, you know, why did Impact invest in a, like a promo package before she came on? Why did they let her do a, you know, where I'm putting the knockouts on notice promo before her first match? However, and then effectively she did that and then basically had her ass handed to her by Jordan Grace uh, then goes off in, and has a match on BTI with Diana Prazo and then gets her ass handed to her again so I, I just I don't really know what they're doing with her I don't really know I think she's a great fit for Impact Wrestling she reminds me of Taya it, it, I think it was more of a tryout than anything like hey all right, we'll give you a mic, and we'll just you know give you a, you know, a few seconds to spit your stuff. And but then why give her a big promo? They give her an introduction promo, did they? Next week, Steph Delander will be on Impact Wrestling, and they you know made her look amazing and all that kind of stuff. Do you not well, remember that? No, I remember that. It's you, you got to start out humble. You got to earn your stuff. So oh, I agree. Hey, we're we're gonna feature you. Um, you're gonna lose, but give us give us the best that you got. And I feel like she did. I mean, it wasn't a squash. She she showed us what she's capable capable of. And I feel like it's um, it's like watching uh, Jessica Havoc come in. And if she's not part of anything, and she goes through and she gets a couple losses, but it's like, whoa, let's let's get her signed. You know, I, yeah. I, I compare it to that. So I it's I, I understand how it'd be like, oh, she got squashed. No, it's, it's not. It's she didn't get squashed. No, I'm not saying she got squashed, but you know, the fact that she had two matches and lost both of them, even though she was giving it the Billy Big Balls, and they effectively sort of kind of pushed the fact that she was coming in to me it was a bit of an anti-climax because they gave it a push she got to do a promo and then she just lost twice yeah i i hear you but the matches were good and um it just and i i think they also want to see like how the fans react to i think that's part of it so and the, the fans just, liked her yeah yeah they're like whoa who's this i mean yeah they were She's a monster of a knockout, so I, I can't wait. And I call her a knockout because I firmly believe she will be back. Yeah, so do I. I, I do believe that, definitely. So just, um, like I'll say it once, I'll say it a million times. Just be patient. Just, yeah, we always say that. We're always saying that. It's, it's one of my, my, my most said words on Twitter to fans when they're always going on about, you know, Impact needs to do more, need to bring in this person, need to bring in that. Uh, anyway, anyway. Um, the pre-order for Hard to Kill DVDs is now open uh, and it's on shopimpact.com. Um, you know, I'm not really into DVDs, but guys, if you're in DVDs, get over there, get it pre-ordered. Uh, it's a hell of a pay-per-view. So if you're into your DVDs, well worth well worth getting that pre-ordered and getting that out to you as soon as it's ready to go out. Um, are you going to order one, Jay? I'm not much of a DVD collector, but um, hey, I'll share it around, you know. Yeah, know, definitely. Uh, there, there are guys like Trent who are more of a completist as far as yeah. when it comes to that particular kind of merch. Yeah, and they like, love that little stuff. And once in a while, they'll put out like a VHS of something. Yeah, Trent bought both of those, didn't he? I believe he did. Um, yeah, I, I know he was talking about it. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. 
Okay. So, and I'm also liking the way that on a, like literally on a weekly basis now, Shop Impact are um, effectively uh, bringing out new T-shirts constantly. We're getting more and more merch. Um, and I think that is a that is a great thing. I think that's a great thing. Um, I don't know whether they do Blu-rays. I didn't. I didn't really notice. I know they were just advertising the fact that the the DVD was was now on pre-order. So I'm not sure. Slipeout, to be honest, well worth going and checking out and finding out. Yeah. Uh, Whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to be high quality. So. Oh yeah, it will be. It'll, it'll be quality definitely without doubt. And I'm sure there'll be some sort of special edition photographs in there or something. There'll be something. Oh. Um, now, Sacrifice um, has now only got general admission bleacher seat tickets available in Windsor, uh, obviously at the Sinclair's Comet. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. And actually, it's not just for Sacrifice, it's also for the tapings. There is no, there's no uh, lower tier front, second, third row stuff, tickets left, there's no VIP stuff, there's no titanium stuff. All that's okay. left now is general admission in the bleachers for both nights. Oh, and those bleachers are going to be absolutely packed. It's been a yeah. long time since they've been there, but that place is great. They will they will pack that place and they will sell it out. Uh, and because th those fans are hungry for some impact wrestling. Yeah, they definitely are. Now the reason. I wanted to put that there is because I also wanted to talk about the state of impact so far in 2023 as a subject. Now, for me, I think that this has been the best year in, or the best start to a year that impact have had for many years now. You know, they've, they've, they've basically sold out everywhere they're going. They're selling out everywhere they go, but the, the, you know, the specials or the pay-per-views are selling out. They're coming very, very close. If not selling out on the night, the TV tapings as well. So they are doing an absolutely uh, amazing job at the moment of selling out their shows, which of course they were not doing um, at the start of last year. Um, so, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. What are your thoughts on the state of impact at the moment? Oh, just the fact that they're starting to go international again. And people are like, well, why can't they go here? Why can't they go there? Look, it's it's not as easy as it was before the pandemic. Yeah. It's not. It's as simple as that. It takes a lot more precaution and a lot more planning. It's not just, hey, let's get everybody. Let's get up. Let's get going. You can't do that no more. You yeah. know, and it's it Probably. sucks. It's it's easier for like, okay, well, let's send over a couple people to this place and promote impact wrestling for maybe a future tour, you know, single single person, single uh knockout here and there. Yeah, but to, to ship everyone over, that's you know, it's not as easy as it would be if it was like a bigger company like WWE, they just don't have the budget. So is it going to happen? Yeah, probably will, but it's going to take some time, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree with you. I, I think it's, you know, people need to be patient. There's that word again, be patient because we're getting there. Yeah. We are 100% getting there. Um, so I think I think we're in a good place. I think the fact that we're selling out these venues is, is great news. They clearly found the the you know the 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 markets that they're going to go to over over the year. You know and that was all found out last year. They found their markets and they're the ones that they're going to hit and make sure that they push and promote. Um, and I think in the moment it's going really really well. Uh, so I'm really I'm really happy with it. I was going to talk about Impact Plus main event Mondays, which I think is an absolute waste of time um you know and i can't see that even pulling anybody in uh but to uh sign up to impact plus i know what it's for i, I can't see that doing anything for me um but there you go um so jay let's quickly go through tomorrow night because i know that you haven't got long and then you've got to go in a sec so uh and i'm you know we need to get through and close out the show i guess so let's let's see where we can go with it so we've got the we've got we've got Sting and Shearer versus Swan and Kazarian um, on BTI. That's the BTI match. I think that's looking pretty pretty good. What do you think? Oh, just a, just the fact that Kazarian is back with Impact Wrestling is always a win. 
So uh, I, I can't wait to see it. Definitely. We've then got, on Impact Wrestling itself, we've got Gresham versus Kushida. Now, that, that is oh. must-have any wrestling fan salivating. They must be dribbling for this one, because I think this is going to be an incredible match. I'm looking forward to this big time. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? If, if that's not headlining the episode, then I don't know what is, but... Um... I mean, I'm indifferent, you know, just, just give me a good match, but it's the, the only, the only thing I think that's holding it back from being like a match of the year is going to be like TV time, but Agreed. man, I'd say put this on a pay-per-view, but I, I think it's going to be leading to something else. We got to wait. I think it's going to be leading to something bigger down the road at the um uh, rebellion no not rebellion the the one at mania weekend the, uh, the multiverse multiverse of uh you know that, that's it that's it yeah i think it's going to lead to something there probably a multi-man match is okay. my guess you know yeah so, you never know maybe time machine time machine and uh, which Gresham, uh, well, it ain't going to be Bailey, is it? Because he's uh, he's against Osprey. So I don't know, but Gresham and Bailey, Christ, they did. first time tag team a couple of weeks ago. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing match. That was yeah. an amazing match. So we've also got Giselle Shaw versus Mickey James in a knockouts title match. Um, I, I, do you know what? I'm indifferent on this one. I think this is just a case of let's give Mick James something to do. Um, because obviously Giselle Shaw is not going to win the knockout title. Um, but, you know, hey-ho, it'll probably be a good match because, you know, Giselle is a very good wrestler, well, as is Mickey James. Giselle um, Shaw's got some numbers on her side, though. And she definitely has – I think she's – I think she's definitely turned some heads since she first came in because, you know, she was she was put in a few different groups. Those groups, sadly, I mean, it's kind of a joke. She's a black widow. She's a black widow of the knockouts, though, isn't she? She is. Yeah, like everything she's touched is like you know fizzled out. You know, gone to shit. (laughs) But now she's she's got uh, she's got Savannah Evans back in her now, which I think is. It's new. It's interesting. Yeah. It's it's a uh, can be a tremendous asset for her. Jay Vidal is smarter than you think. He's not just a fashion guru. I think he's gonna have a, a hand in this too. We've just gotta wait and see what they do. Talking about Jay Vidal, you need to go and check out my interview with him that I did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, because uh, yeah, Jay, very good, very good, real nice. He was a nice guy. It's a nice interview. Go and check it out if you can. It's in our interview section uh, of the channel. But we've also got Callahan versus Rhino. It's a step six initiation to the design. Um, interestingly enough, obviously, before this match kind of got set up, um, you know, they were angels. Dina and Khan, or Angels and Khan, were trying to persuade Dina that Callahan is trying to pull the wool over their eyes and all that kind of stuff, which I'm pretty sure is what's going on. Or Callahan's trying to take over the faction, possibly. I don't know. But something is clearly not right here. They can see it, but can Dina? I don't know. I don't know where Dina think really wants to bring Callahan in, I think. Uh, so he's, he's, you know, he's trying to get him through the process of, of becoming part of the design. Uh, I don't know. Are we eventually going to get something happen um, which, you know, turns Callahan away from the from the dark side um, and continue back to become a tweener again? Because we like him as a tweener. Well, Callahan is an amazing mind in the world of wrestling. We can't forget that. He's not just getting brainwashed. He's going to do something to tear apart the, or attempt to. Or you got to use the words attempt to because it's not a guaranteed thing. He's going to try to tear apart the design from the inside yeah. out. I agree. And it's, it's, uh, it's going to have those three guys at each other sooner rather than later trying to figure out what, Callahan is all about, and totally. um, 
I, I can't wait to see the rest of it because I still think this is perfectly set up for an OBE return. Do you not? It's perfectly set up for for Fulton and Jake Crest to come in and basically by Sammy's side, or even if it's not an OBE, some kind of wrestling revolver thing of some kind. I don't know, but it's, you know, he's got so many people he could bring in. But for me, Jake is in the best form of his life right now. He, he needs to be on TV uh, because he's way better than he was the last time he was on TV. He is so good right now. Yeah. In fact, need to bring him back. He needs to bring him back. Yeah. Uh, but we'll have to, I mean, we'll have to, we're, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see how it all pans out. We've got tomorrow night. We've got, you know, a couple of more weeks before we hit sacrifice. Uh, I'm looking forward to what we've got coming. I think it's going to be some great matches. I'm loving what they're doing at the moment, apart from the Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray stuff. But I don't even want to talk about it because it upsets me. Um, and I start going on on my beef alone. I, I can't be dealing with that right now. Uh, we ain't got time for it, Jay. That's yes. the thing. We ain't got time. I could go on for a long time about this crap. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. But guys, I think that's just about all we've got time for, uh, for this week, guys. But don't forget to tune into the TNI Impact Review Show tomorrow night, live on YouTube and Twitch, uh, directly after Impact has aired on Access TV, Five right. Network in Canada, Impact Plus, YouTube Insider, and of course, the latest, the, the, the zone, or whatever it is, D-A-Z-N. I, I don't, I'm not sure if that's how you say it, but never mind. It's the zone, yeah. It is the zone, is it? Please don't forget to head over to the TNI Patreon for any extra exclusive content when you guys sign up. And of course, join our Discord, where we pretty much talk about everything Impact and or wrestling related, as well as movies and other sports and even other promotions. Well worth getting involved in that. And if you miss Uncle Mark, that's where he is. Go and check him out. Oh, yeah. Um, all TNI shows are available to all of you listen on the go fans as all you only by SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We are there. Where can we find the Mr. Bone Daddy on the social media? Where can we find you, buddy? You can find me at uh, uh, on the Twitter box at jbone5150. That's J-A-Y-B-O-N-E 5150. You can also find me on that other little podcast called Smash This Podcast where apparently cats are invading and it's just all it's all happening. It's actually, there's not much happening right now. I don't think I've had a podcast in like a week. I've been so busy with work. But I am here and you will see me tomorrow night on the total. Non-stop impact. There you go. And of course, guys, don't forget. Um, well, I haven't apologized yet because I don't know where Joe is. So he's, he's around somewhere. Um, and uh, I'm sure we'll get to speak to him at some point to find out what's going on. We just hope And of okay. course, Steve, we hope he's okay. And of course, Steve is, uh, is, is still unwell, but he is on the mend. I have spoken to him. He's, he's on the mend, guys. So don't worry. I'm sure in the next, uh, certainly within the next two or three weeks, we, we will be seeing Steve back on our screen. He's, he's on the mend. Please, he's doing better. Of course, Steve. if you're interested in finding. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, go please on. keep Steve in your thoughts and prayers because he needs them right now. Definitely. Yeah, we, we want him yeah. back. He's, He's a good, good guy, and he deserves—he deserves to be uh, be fit and well and enjoying his life. Um, and uh, fingers crossed, he, I, I'm 100 percent confident. I've spoken to him. He's going to be doing. He's doing fine. He's doing well. He's on the mend. So hopefully, we'll see him very, very soon. If you're interested in finding out more, of course, about the Lord Bison uh, himself, then. Don't forget, you can check me out on the Twitter at Lord Bison. Look right there, I'm pointing to it at Lord Bison forty five on the Twitter sphere. I am there. Come and check me out. Give me a follow, and of course, don't forget to follow at We Talk Impact on Twitter, on Instagram, on the Facebook, uh, Twitch, YouTube, wherever. That's where we are. So go make sure that you check that out, guys. It's really important. And please take the time to help us out moving up the rankings on YouTube by giving us a thumbs up. And if you're new to us and you like what the content that we're giving you, please consider hitting that subscribe button. And don't forget, obviously, to give the bell a tickle, a squeeze, and, of course, a smash to never miss any of the TNI UK and US team's great content coming out each and every week. With all that said, 
I've been Bison, and that, that, <laughs> that has been J-Bone, the 5150, the Bone Daddy. And this has been episode 123 of Impacted. Take care, guys. Yeah! <laughs> We're back up!